Welcome, Faith family, to our discussion, uh, panel discussion today. We, we've obviously heard a uh, great sermon uh, about Solomon. Uh, at least that's what I'm focusing on right now. Uh, so, guys, I'm just going to start off uh, talking about what, just kind of ask you about what spoke to you today, like we always talk about, and how to get us going, and then we'll move on to another direction. So, kind of spoke to you today. Yeah, I think um, one of the things that stood out the, the most, and it reminded me when, when I just had opportunity to study Ecclesiastes before, one of my seminary professors summarized it. He's like, this is, uh, Ecclesiastes is Solomon's repentance. Mm. And because uh, Kyle mentioned th- these are Solomon's confessions. Oh. And uh, mm-hmm. that, that was something that, that stuck out to me, that you have somebody that is, and it has gone through, and Kyle walked through it in the in the text, right? Like just, mm, just every yeah. every pleasure uh, or every pain almost under the sun, whether it was work uh, or or entertainment. And um, there's a like I, I think the world, and I, I've heard people say this plenty of times, uh, that that wisdom is gained through experience. And something that just really it, it helped solidify this this sermon to me was that wisdom. Like biblical wisdom is gained through the experience of, of others. Mm-hmm. Like I can I can very easily read my life um, underneath Solomon's life and what he has already done, what he's already going gone through, and just get the answer. Like if I have that one, like the wondering or like the wandering in my heart, like we, what we sing, right? Like prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave mm-hmm. the God I love. Just that 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 restlessness in my own heart, um, I already have the answer to that, and it's, and it's here. Like, it's, no, it's, it's going to be what, what you already have an assumption about it as, as a Christian. Like, it's going to be empty. It's going to be vanity. It's, it's not going to be worth it. It's not what you expect. So that, that was a, a big key thing that I, that I walked away from today. Yeah. yeah. So as I was listening to the sermon and all of you know, Solomon's confessions. Um, and as Kyle kind of broke it down where he, you know, went to education, university library, and he mm-hmm. went to, to Pleasure Street and, and uh, Dignity Drive and Workstation. I tried all those things prior to my salvation. So it was like he was, I felt like he was talking about me, mm-hmm. like he was summarizing my life pre-conversion. And it really impacted me because I'm just rolling back through all of those memories of all of those dumb things and pursuits, fleshly, worldly pursuits that I went through, thinking that I could derive meaning and happiness and fulfillment. And in every single one of them, whether it be, you know, possessions and building, you know, all sorts of stuff, filling my garage with motorcycles and hot rod cars and having the boat and the big diesel truck and the Jeep and all these possessions that I thought at one point in time, you know, just one more thing would make me happy. It never did. I never had enough and I never found that fulfillment. And so it, it just was amazing to stop and think about the things that I dealt with are the same things that Solomon dealt with. And now that I've found Christ or Christ has found me and has given me new life and new meaning, um, I, I have a sense of fulfillment that I never had in the world. Right. You know? Well, you know, and I think we're all assuming that this is about Solomon. Kyle in the first uh, sermon said there's maybe some d- debate, but. I obviously believe that's who we're talking about. And if you think about Solomon, we, 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 he had everything. Right. 
He had wisdom. He had all the wives that he, he could want. He had wealth beyond uh, measure. And one of the things that stuck out to me today is that he also, at least on two occasions, if, I, if I'm not wrong, God spoke to him. So there's, how did he get down this road is, is what I'm thinking the whole time. <laughs> So as a believer, we know we can't, this doesn't happen to us, does it? We don't get caught up in uh, the university, uh, you know, the pleasure street, the dignity drive, the work. That doesn't happen to us, does it? Does it happen to us? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah. yeah. And so the, the, the thing, I guess, is how do we protect ourselves from that? Uh, because... You know, if you're not careful, you can find yourself, well, I'm working hard for the Lord. I'm in my, you know, I'm doing everything, so I bring glory to Him. But in reality, you've gone off the deep end on that, like like mm -hmm. Solomon did. So how do we protect ourselves from going down mm -hmm. Pleasure Street, work, Dignity Drive, mm -hmm. the university? I think that one of the application points that, uh, that, that Kyle had, I think, speaks to that. Uh, when, when God is God, and I, I didn't write out the whole thing because it was really it was really long, Kyle. If you're yeah. watching this, yes, it was. Um, it, it was good. It was good. But uh, when when God is God, enjoy life. Yeah. Um, and in he when when he is our meaning, yeah. uh, enjoy his good gifts. So um, uh, I, I think that is one one of many ways to combat to combat that is that oftentimes we. We get attached to. I know I can. I can do this. I can get attached to uh, a certain thing that is a good gift of God's, and uh, and I think that's that's often the start. Of, I've heard uh, pastors like Tim Keller talk about that. Like that's usually actually the start of idolatry. Mm -hmm. uh, that's it, a good point. Yeah. It, it is what is a good gift, mm -hmm. um, but it's when we attempt to then find our meaning or our identity in that thing. Um, what what we become known for, right. and we can say, I, I think we can, in in a two faced way, say, well, I mean it for the glory of God. Uh, I mean it for this way, um, but in reality, what we what we say and what we mean are often mm -hmm. often different things. Even even for believers, I, I think it's a for believers, it's it's not always the the outward like you know, oh, I got really tempted, and so I went and bought. A mansion and had a massive party like yeah. that's not our that's right. usually not our intent it's, it's it's something that's internal yeah. what I say is I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it for God's glory but if I'm if I'm true in my own heart I'm like well but I also like there's conflicting desires there. I also want or I, I want, deserve or I deserve yeah. yes yes so so I think it is much more a heart level matter than uh than what Solomon faced. Also, m most of us don't have anywhere near the the ex, uh, excess capital that uh, Solomon <laughs> right, had yeah. at his fingertips. So, yeah. uh, so Kent, how do you how, how do you personally protect yourself? Because as men, we are very as women are too, but we're very vulnerable to mm -hmm. some of these. Yeah. And as believers, we can find ourselves down that. So, what what are you gonna what are you gonna tell me to help protect? You know, you're discipling me, and Mike, these are things that you need to do to protect yourself. To, well, I think to protect one thing is to be 
consciously aware of, of not placing meaning in things in life, but placing your meaning in, in, in God and following Christ and being in submission. Um, you know, so God does give you good things. And so there are good things that come to each and every one of us in our lives. But um, you know, my military career doesn't define me. Um, you know, my, my, my vehicles do not define me. My house does not define me. My pursuit of, of pleasures and hobbies and joys in life do not define me. Um, you, you know, you, you can ask me, who are you, Kent? And I can tell you who I am in Christ. And all these other things are just peripheral. They, they, they do not define me. So being aware of that, and I, I found myself personally because it's a daily battle, it's a daily struggle between um, my fleshly desires and between you know, following my Savior, and, and I just have to pray continually, like, Lord, bend my will to your will. Yeah. Mm. Just, just, just bend it, just, just bend it, and then you know, consciously and deliberately place my life in submission to him and wherever he may lead me. And, and in addition to, to have that recognition when my pride or my ego kind of bubbles up, I mean, it's, we're in a career in the Army where it, pride is almost an, a virtue. And, right. you know, success is, is very highly esteemed, and everybody is trying to be number one in their career field. So in that, it's easy for us to get kind of swept up into that wave. And, and how do we live differently than that? How, how do I, as a leader in the Army, live differently? And, be a humble servant leader while still striving to be number one for the glory of God. Uh, and I said a lot of that, it's a mystery, it's a very delicate balance because uh, just saying it and verbalizing it doesn't really articulate the, the challenges in that. Right. Hmm. You know, the, the, the truth is, is that all these things that Solomon um, explored, they become a type of slavery, don't they, to mm -hmm. us? Absolutely, yeah. And, and um, uh, and, and so, so, one of the things that he talked about today, and there's a, you know a lot of controversy. Piper's hedonistic view yeah. of mm -hmm. Christianity. Now, obviously, we're conditioned to think the word hedonism is what we see right. uh, Solomon go through, and obviously that was vanity and it was useless. It was chasing the wind, as he said. So, what's this? Uh, he, he, I don't expect us to yeah. maybe define what the hedonism is, but what does that maybe look like for so a Christian? Let me, let me give you an example. And, okay, so what are we called to not be? We are, we're not called to be stoic Puritans that are super, you know, rigid and, and not enjoying life. Well, no, that's what the world sees. Uh, that, that's what Thanks. they perceive, yeah. right? So, so what John Piper is getting across is the fact that you can be a wholehearted follower, disciple of Jesus Christ, while still enjoying. I mean, you can still go on skiing trips and go hiking, and you can do fun things, and you can enjoy the life that God has given you without being some, you know, rigid ascetic like. Is it ascetic? Like asceticism? Yeah, mm -hmm. I think. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was, I was like, drop the wrong term, but you get what I'm saying, all right? <laughs> yeah. 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 So we, we can enjoy it, uh, all, you know, our work, uh, like you said, the skiing trip or, or whatever like right. that. And we're not, there's no sin involved in that. In fact, right. that's, that's uh, finding real pleasure in, right. in who, who Christ or God is, what he's provided for us. Yeah. But as a believer, we ultimately find true pleasure in Christ, don't we? Mm -hmm. and, and so go with that. What, it, what is true pleasure 
in Christ as a believer. What does that look like tomorrow morning when I get up? Because I'm all good right now, but mm-hmm. tomorrow, mor- right. tomorrow morning starts a whole mm-hmm. different week of challenges. Yes, yes. I, th- I think some of it is being able to recognize what what does not bring us satisfaction, which is what the, that, that is the focus of Ecclesiastes. Yeah. Like this is this is actually like the things that you would assume bring you satisfaction just just aren't going to. Um, and and it's it's and I, I've heard this analogy from a, a philosopher I appreciate, Alistair McIntyre, that he talks about uh, competing philosophies or worldviews or ideas. You could put it in religions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not so much you know. We, we often pride ourselves on like, this is why this other idea is completely wrong. Um, it's not so much that an idea is completely wrong in as much as it's, it's insufficient. Hmm. Like in the same way that you would walk into the church building and like look around and if there's, if there's rain leaking through, you would say, oh, there's an issue here. Um, and, and walking into the room and the atmosphere of Christianity and Christ, it's... The, the Bible is just very clear. Like that—that that is the only place that there's really true breathing room for the for the soul. Yeah. There's no there's no leaking roof. There's true shelter here. Uh, there's true guidance, and and it's also like I, I would say by and large because we still battle against our flesh. Tomorrow morning, the most the most biblical, the most godly, the most true uh, direction that we can point ourselves in is probably not going to feel like it. Um, be, because I just, I don't, I don't always feel like it. Right. I often don't feel like it. Uh, cause even the times that I am like, man, I'm so thankful. Like, like what Kyle talked about, uh, uh, Eric, uh, Liddell, the, the runner feeling the pleasure of God. Um, Kyle saying, you know, he, he said that like during, during sermons, that's how he feels the pleasure of God. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's like two hours out of pastor Kyle's week. Yeah. And there's a lot of buildup to that right. event. And, uh, but, but it's the, it's the buildup, it's the behind the scenes, it's the, the, the areas of our lives that nobody sees. Those are the things, that's how Jesus resisted temptation. It was, it was those unseen events. Uh, it was the, the looking away from a woman when nobody else would have noticed Jesus looking away from an, right. a woman. Right. Um, uh, he, he himself, his own personal integrity. So, so looking to his example, um, it, he, he, is, he is the greatest. He's the one that, that shows us how to actually resist. And, and, uh, and I think that, that helps us see, like, wisdom is not, wisdom is not enough. Solomon found that out because mm-hmm. he had great wisdom, what you were referring to earlier. Yeah. He had great wisdom. Wisdom is not enough if we don't know the, the person that wisdom is, Christ himself. So, yeah. um, Well, the, you know, uh, one of the things that I, I, I try to do... We, Fortunately, my salvation isn't uh, based on feelings, and my my relationship with my Lord is not based on feelings. And you know, and, and I'm so thankful for that because I don't feel it. But one of the things that I try to do is learn to worship Him. And uh, Monday morning, even when I'm drinking my coffee and not really maybe feeling it, just offering Him praise and just being glad uh, of just. Uh, just enjoying his presence. Mm-hmm. And, and so maybe that's tomorrow. Maybe that for those of you that may struggle like I do is just understanding this book in general and, and just under, uh, maybe understanding 
some of the issues in, in, involved with it is maybe we begin the process of just learning to worship where we, the one who provides us the true rest, the freedom, not the slavery. And uh, we just, you know, I have to do that. Like everything else I have to do, I have to repeat it and even when I don't feel like it. So small group, or small group, <laughs> church, I appreciate you. I got my mind. Obviously, I'm not always here. But Must I have been a great small group teacher. Yeah, it was. It was a great small group teacher. Uh, and Kyle will make fun of this afterwards, I know. So I got a text about that. But I do appreciate uh, our church looking and watching uh, these, these uh, videos. And we just pray that the Lord will be with you this week. And just have a great week. See you next week. Thank you for listening to this resource of Faith Family Church. We gather on Sundays at 495 Hugh Hunter Road in Oak Grove, Kentucky, and are a short drive from Fort Campbell and Hopkinsville, Kentucky, as well as Clarksville, Tennessee. For more information, visit our website, myfaithfamilychurch.com.